This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Yeah, those those guys are, they'll be the same people that that they were, you know, when I left here. Well, I I don't want to say the same. They'll be better than than they were, um, you know, another year under them, another year under their belt. You know, just learning from a great coach like Coach Fish, just just being able to continue to to get better at their game, chip away at their game, um, you know. So so those guys are, you know, they they they're, they're grown men at this point. You know, they're they're seasoned. You know, they they know what they need to know. They know what they need to do. And you know, I got nothing but faith in all those guys. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washington, A. Klaus. That was DiCaprio Boodle discussing Nebraska's three returning starters in the secondary. And, and it takes our conversation now to the secondary here as we preview spring practice as media day. Uh, the preview press conference will be on Monday. And the first practice is Tuesday, Wednesday. So uh, we will be next week at this very time when we tape our show, we will be knee deep in at least two spring practices in um, it sounds like we should get some in-person access and coverage to a couple of things, which will be really nice. It was nice to be at the pro day in person. It was the first time I'd set foot inside Hawks indoor facility in over a year. Um, so that will be nice to, to be able to, um, to, to be, potentially go over to something this year. But guys, you look at this secondary, Markel Smuke and Deontay Williams are six year seniors at safety returning cam Taylor Britt's a fourth year junior. He'll be starting um, at corner for Nebraska um, so they've got three starters there to work with. And then the other question now is who wins that DiCaprio Boodle spot? Could Nadab Joseph be that guy? Could Braxton Clark? Could Quentin Newsom? Could a prep school transfer like Marcus Buford, who's here right now? I mean, there's there's a number of ways that this could go as I think two two corners need to probably emerge with Taylor Britt um, going forward, especially when you have teams like Oklahoma on the schedule. Um, you know, Jojo Doman's a great um, weapon in the Big Ten when you're playing him as a nickel. But when you play Oklahoma, you might need to have a third corner, actually, versus flexing out your linebacker on Oklahoma's slot receivers in week three. Um, so there's a lot of things that they're going to have to get figured out. And I think that corner battle next to Taylor Britt will be intriguing to watch. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, there's at least two or three, maybe three, like extremely viable candidates to win that job. But you know, regardless of who's the starter, I think they're going to have multiple players rotate in, which they've done in the past and will continue to do again. Um, I think Clark and Newsom are probably the front runners for that spot, just because Joseph. I, I just I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen enough of them to really. I mean, whereas Bra- some, well, Braxton Clark before he got hurt was going to potentially be a starter. Quentin mm-hmm. Newsom started games, and so I mean, I, in my opinion, they're ahead of Joseph right now, but. Uh, you know, I guess we'll see what happens over the next few months. But that being said, I mean, those are three guys you can make the case to be a starter, and and they're going to need them. They're going to need all those guys. I mean, not only just to, to, to start or even be the number two, but uh, to rotate and give guys uh, breaks because with the <laughs> the uh, level of offenses they're going to be seeing this year, it's going to be all hands on deck. Well, certainly no one comes into you know comes to the table with more of a recruiting resume than Nadab Joseph. I mean. Uh, he was a highly ranked guy coming out of high school, highly ranked guy coming out of junior college. And so, um, you know, and, and he's got, I mean, you draw up what a, what you want a, a cornerback to look like, it's, it's Nadab Joseph. So, 
I mean, he he has the tools, but like you said, Robin, we haven't really seen it. You know, he's <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, there were some things that kind of held him back last year, so I don't even. It's almost like he missed an entire year for the most part, as far as his development goes. And so, um, you know, what does what where, where's he at right now? What does he what does he bring to the table once he's on the football field? And you you know, everyone's recruiting resume gets thrown out the window. But uh, definitely, you know, out of those three guys, Joseph Clark and Newsom. There's, I mean, you got some options there, and then you throw in a Marquise Buford, uh, who's, uh, you know, arguably the top uh, prep school cornerback in the country, and, and that can do a lot. Now, of different did he things. play a year last year? I don't. Well, so not an official year. They had some games, but they're like scrimmages. They weren't. They didn't play an official season. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's Connecticut prep school football. I just don't envision a very high level. No, uh, <laughs> no it was. Yeah, it was. There's some of the prep schools out there. They didn't have like a sanctioned season, but they had some like unofficial scrimmages. Uh, but so I mean, they, they still practiced, and you know, it wasn't a, a completely lost year, but it wasn't like a normal year either. You know, and then the other interesting spot after Desmuke and Deontay Williams, just just to get a gauge of that safety position going forward. You know, Miles Farmer got some good action. No, Paul Gates has played some special teams, but. He just hasn't really been what we thought he'd be yet. And will that light bulb start to click? And I think the sleeper guys is Isaac Gifford. Um, he really emerged as a true freshman. He was one of the leading snap guys for special teams last year. And guess what, guys? He's a true freshman again this year because of COVID. Um, so Miles Farmer, Noel Paul Gates, and Isaac Gifford are all freshmen again. Um, so they've got a lot of young depth. And Kobe Bretts will be here in the fall. Um, but just kind of sorting out that position with those three younger safeties will be interesting too. Mm -hmm. in, in my opinion, if healthy, Miles Farmer's the guy. I mean, that guy, he was already on the fast track last season, had that unfortunate uh, injury. Uh, but uh, from a talent perspective, I mean, I think he's clearly the next man up behind those seniors. And then the question becomes, where is Noel Polgates? Will he ever be the guy that everybody thought he would be coming in as a uh, you know all-American safety? And could a guy like Gifford pass him up, which I would not rule out whatsoever because, I mean, Gifford's a baller. And he did not get nearly the recruiting hype he probably deserved coming out of high school. And Nebraska got themselves an absolute steal, in my opinion, where you got a guy that, I mean, obviously he's a talented player, but you know he's a legacy guy. And he, he understands you know what this program is. And just to have someone that like that that is already this far along he's definitely one to watch not only this year but in the next couple of years to come well yeah he may be only a freshman but yeah, I mean he's he's developed I mean he's he's not like your typical freshman um, he's been in some of those workout videos exactly he, he yeah. didn't look like a yeah, freshman you see him throwing around some weight in some of those <laughs> those weight room hype up videos or whatever um yeah and he's I mean he's not like your your typical kid who's fresh out of high school um, and I agree. I, I think Miles Farmer, if healthy, he's the guy. He's just different. Uh, he's he's built a little different than everybody. His but, speed would be my only question. Yeah, like I mean, because he he should have ran one of those back against Northwestern for a touchdown. Yeah, and he kind of got he got hocked down. Pretty, they scored though good, on that yeah. still. So it did, I mean, it ended up being nothing. But that would be my knock. I mean, and Nate, another guy I want to ask you about is Taman Lynham. We didn't even mention him. Um, but, you know, he, he probably, you know, we'll get a better read on him as well. Yeah, I think he's somebody that the staff's high on. I know, I mean, obviously, you know, coming out of high school, um, Travis Fisher thought that he was one of the steals uh, of that defensive back class that they signed. And, and, you know, a lot of those more highly ranked guys are no longer here. But uh, he was, you know, he, he kind of 
took a back seat to a lot of those other guys. But I know Fisher was very, very excited about him and, and wanted to lock up that commitment very early on in the process because he felt like the, the big dogs were, were kind of overlooking him and, and he wanted to be able to kind of sneak him out of Florida, which he was able to do. So uh, you know, I think Lynham is somebody who, who's got a chance to, uh, to kind of really you know, make a name for himself this spring. All right, guys, when we come back, we're going to do a double-dose recruiting segment. Um, there's some things I want to hit on with Nate, and there's some things I want to hit on with Robin about basketball. So uh, we're going to cram it all into one uh, because we had a lot of ground to cover with Pro Day fans and wrapping up our spring previews. Um, so lots to get to next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.